Greetings, Goddess Gurus. Welcome to the Rich Goddess Fairpreneur Accelerator Series, where I will be featuring on the podcast master gurus who are also teachers, master teachers in my Rich Goddess Fairpreneur Accelerator Program. You're on with Abiola, of course, and the Rich Goddess Fairpreneur Accelerator is an eight-week spiritual business course for coaches, healers, and creative gurus to help you to start, grow, or save your mission and business. And, of course, help you to build a tribe and call in your abundance, aka your money, fast. (laughs) We're turning self-love into self-launch as always. And if you want to stay in the loop for this program, just go to my free business success camp, spiritual business success camp at unblockmybusiness.com, unblockmybusiness.com, where new free lessons are uploaded often, and you'll also receive info for when you're ready to go to the next level on how to join the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator. Now, I got to tell you, in that Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator program, online marketing and sales expert, LaShonda Henry, founder of the awesome sistersense.com. She is a master teacher in that program who's going to be revealing her exact formula for how to generate steady sales online. And today on the podcast, we are in for a treat because Miss LaShonda, yes, the goddess is here with us to tell us all about how she got started and became the guru that she is. So welcome, goddess LaShonda. Oh, my goodness. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so excited, too. And it's been too long since we've, like, gotten, like, a play date to, like, hug each other in person. And so we'll have to make that happen definitely in 2018, right? Yes, absolutely. Put it on the calendar. Yes. Put it on the calendar. Absolutely. So let me tell them about you because Goddess LaShonda is a pioneer in this area and she has been working online, you know, before it was cool. Back in the days when people were like, wait, you do what? (laughs) So LaShonda Henry, she is the founder of Sister Sense Online Business Training, Mentorship, and Networking Community. With a degree in computer science from Columbia University, LaShonda has been featured in Essence, Black Enterprise, everywhere for her expertise in blogging and social media and business. And over the past 15 years, yes, 15 years, this goddess has reached thousands of people online through her work, both as a web designer and a mentor to startup entrepreneurs. So, Goddess LaShonda, those are the accolades. Now, tell us, who is the woman behind that bio? Who is who is Goddess LaShonda Henry? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I guess I'm just a, a techie, geeky girl, a mommy just trying to make her way, you know, in this online world, uh, create a space for myself and spend time with my family, I think, that kind of was the end all be all for me. I want to work at home, do something that I can spend time with my family. And, um, in the process, this has just been an amazing ride. (laughs) I guess that's, that's the best way I can describe it. It's just been an amazing experience. 
Yay for it being an amazing experience. And the interesting thing is, LaShonda, that the world is evolving so quickly that, you know, 15 years ago, which in the grand scheme of things is not like that long ago, you know, it may be a long, it's a long time ago in our lives, but it's not a long time ago in the grand scheme of history. But 15 years ago, you know, being, you know, a woman, first of all, but being anybody that was working in this area was really kind of fresh and new. And the internet as we know it is really only 20 years old. Social media is really, as we know it, only 10 years old. So what mm-hmm. was it at that time? Like, what was it like, you know, being a pioneer in this space? Oh, my goodness. You know, it's interesting because now we've got so many different forms of technology and apps. To some degree, it feels easier as far as the tools that you can use. But honestly, it was back then it was easier (laughs) just because it was so fresh and so new. and, 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 you know, you could be you and be kind of like... I don't know, it'll be like the one, right? And now it's like everyone mm-hmm, is going mm-hmm. on this space. So it's a lot more competition. Um, again, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but I, I, I think that um, even though it was difficult to create a space, because I've got to be honest with you, especially working with women entrepreneurs of color back then, it wasn't necessarily like people thought to search for my kind of thing. So I had to create it and right. then simultaneously educate people, hey, I exist. Um, now it's kind of like oh my goodness I see another mentor consultant on Facebook oh my god right you know like every other day you see like 15 new people um but it's it's an exciting thing to say that I could was in there in those beginning stages and and can see it evolve um over these years um yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I answered the question. Yeah, it's kind of what came no, out. No, you of me. did. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. The other day I was trying to explain Black Planet to somebody and it was just so funny. <laughs> yes, right? You know, my like, space and Black like, Planet yeah. and Yahoo yes. groups. I mean, yeah. Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. So what was the birth tell us the birth story of Sisyphus? Um, you know what? It's for me, it, I always tell people blogging really was about online journals. And it's like, you know, people gloss over because you think blog now, it's like, how do I make money online? You know, it was just kind of for a lot of us, just an opportunity to go on and just have this virtual space to talk about what we were working on. And I was just trying to figure out how to make sense of making money online. And since then, that's where the name came from. I was like, okay, am I going to do affiliate marketing? Am I going to do ad sets? What am I going to sell? What am I going to do? Um, and in the process of doing that, I, I tried kind of formed around me, um, you know, people who were like 10, 20 years my senior would say, you know, I want to be you when I grow up. And I'm like, really? <laughs> What's that about? Um, <laughs> just kind of me trying to figure out how to generate revenue in that space. And then people seeing my face on YouTube, because eventually I said, okay, fine, what's this YouTube thing? Let me do that. And then seeing me with my son, it was like, oh, you make money online. You're a mommy too. How do you do that? So um, that's kind of where it came out of me, just kind of online journaling my experience, trying to navigate the web and be an online entrepreneur. And then in that, starting to teach other women and other mommies how to do the same thing. 
It's so interesting to hear you describe that because, yeah, I remember that as well. Like, I didn't know that I had a blog. I just wanted to say certain things. And, you know, Blogspot was a place where I could go and say it for free and say the things that I was saying and, you know, build community and that sort of thing. And in, in the in the beginning, it's interesting because... At the time, it was kind. Of, it was actually taboo to monetize your content. Like there has been a shift where it used oh, to be, and, and to the same, you know, to the to another younger member um, of my spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood. I was explaining to her that this is really like an amazing time, like in terms of the tools, but it also in terms of the mindset. Because I was explaining to her that there used to be a mindset of, you know, that if that you could sell out. Like she didn't even understand like what the term selling out would mean in this context but it was like you know people were nervous to put ads how would their readers react were you selling yourself out and so there has been a shift with that so have you seen like that shift um you know make a change over the years absolutely you know it's funny um i won't say who this particular person is but they they host a very popular event right um and i remember Mm -hmm. back in the day we're talking about black planet you know pre Facebook and all these other other platforms, um, they they there was one other person, right? These are these are all people who are very well known online. They have their own platforms that came on and said, "I want to monetize. I want to make money. How do you do that?" And because that was something I was doing, I was like, "You can do AdSense. You can do you know eBooks because eBooks is you know it's like." Mm-hmm pre-teachable courses, right? <laughs> Everybody was yes. like making an ebook. Yes, exactly. Um, and, yes. and then this other person came in and ripped like literally a virtual hole in me. How dare you tell them to monetize and sell ebooks and da 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 like true view. You're not supposed to sell. You're not supposed to make money from your you're just supposed to write from your heart and da 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 da, right? Um and it's <laughs> it was like they, you know, when you go on a forum and, and all of a sudden somebody writes like a dissertation as a response, it was kind of one of those things. <laughs> and um, yes. everybody was like, man, I don't know why she ripped a hole in you, dude, but I, I agree with you. I mean, friendships were forged and, 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 and for some people, separations were made because it was like you could either be a purist <laughs> and just write for the love of it or you could bastardize the experience and start to sell. I was like, listen, you can do purpose and profit without selling out. But again, that was me. (laughs) Um, And now that's just the norm. And those people who used to be so much against it now, they realize it was evolve or die and they had to evolve whether they liked it or not. Um, So uh, I could I could definitely say it's funny looking back at those conversations. um, and, And sometimes when you see as a pioneer that there's so much more to it. Um, you are going to face opposition, um, but hey, look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at us now. And for me, like this is so exciting, like on just so many levels and layers, because there, you know, a big part of my work is helping spiritually aligned women realize that we have a, a right to our abundance. Your abundance is your birthright. And so, you know, we have voices telling us, oh, well, you know, as a creative person, you shouldn't make money, right? Or, and then as a spiritual person, you shouldn't make money, or it's not feminine to make money, or all of this, like, BS. Making it feel <laughs> you know, bad about profit. I hate, I think that's such a horrible thing, but yes, it happens. 
It does happen. It does happen. So how do you balance? Because there are all of these, you know, all of our beautiful mommies, you know, in this community. And I'm not a mommy yet, but I will be in the future. And so how do you tell us about balancing, you know, raising your son and doing your work? And I love that you, you know, brought him into the world, which I think is the way to do it. Brought him into the world of your um, your work. I mean, by not saying like causing like a big separation, but here I am, I'm a mommy and I do this and owning it. Tell us a little bit about that harmony, you know, because I believe in harmony more than balance, you know, the harmony of how you were able to create your life in that way. Um, I think it's all about routine. And at the end of the day, you know, since he was a little baby in my arms and I'm breastfeeding with him, right, and he's on my lap, uh, with the big buppy pillow while I'm typing, right? It, it's just been <laughs> a part of who we are, right? You know, um, I have one of these, it's so funny because this weekend it's Blogalicious weekend that just passed. And I have one of these videos on YouTube and he's like maybe three years old. And I'm like, what does mommy do? And he's like, mommy blogs. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know, this is a part of his language and his experience from, you know, the beginning of time. So I feel like, um, for me, harmony is being in a space where um, it's funny. I think someone was asking me about my conference. I do a virtual conference every year. And I was like, listen, it's 12 hours long. I'm sitting in front of my computer and he knows like, it's okay, mommy's talking on the computer or, you know, I'll, I'll have the, the phone on mute and then either him or his dad will come in and bring me water or, you know, something to eat while I'm doing my virtual conference. It's like the harmony is that we've created a space where everything flows and I can work and then I cannot work, right? So then when it's it's like time for us to kind of have fun, we can do that. Um, it's funny because last week I was on a private call with a client and she was like, I was just in tears, just laughing because I did a web class that week. And I said, while I was on the web class, my son was behind the camera and he's like, he's 10 now. Right. And he's like, okay, like, uh, mommy, look at what I'm doing. He's making like this halo Lego project. And I'm like, oh my God, this kid thinks I'm a 10 year old boy. Cause he wants me to stop the web class to go play Legos. With him. <laughs> and so she was like, I was laughing because that's so cute. But I always just integrate the two, you know, like when I'm working, I'm on. And then when I'm not, I'm like, y'all, I got to go. I'm about to go watch X-Men with my boys and do what we do on the weekend. So um, just unapologetically balancing out the two and having my hubby and my son just so graciously support me, whether it's during the day or um, coming with me to events, uh, you know, it's just it just all kind of works out. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think that that's a key difference between us and like our mom's generations. Like my mom worked and I remember her feeling like almost like a, a bit of like embarrassment and confusion over like how to how to navigate it all. Like, you know, like I remember her saying that like people at work were like, you're always calling the check on your kids. And she was like, of course, I'm always calling the check on our kids. So that's why I'm a big such a big proponent of us as women, you know, owning our businesses and owning our lives and designing our lives our way, you know? So how did your family react when your your greater family, was it strange to them that you were going to build, you know, that you were making money online and what were you doing? Or was it just like they were like, okay, there's LaShonda and that's what she's doing. Oh, they still don't even know what the hell I do. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they still try to figure yeah. it out. I mean, it's, it's funny because it's like 
I just say to people, I'm a web designer. Obviously, I do way more than that, but I try to keep it simple because then, you know, sometimes you could do the laundry list of I do this and this and this and people's eyes glaze over. Um, You know, I, I... I graduated from Columbia with a degree in computer science at the time I was um, interning at IBM. So there was this trajectory that I was supposed to go on, right? Um, And I did not. I shifted from being a corporate tech woman to being an an entrepreneur, you know. Um, And at first it was no, <laughs> that's not the plan. Like, what are you doing? Do that's that. not that's not the plan, right? You went to Columbia. That's what are you plan. doing? What are you doing, right? You're supposed to take this job, make this money. Um, I, I remember one of my aunts said to me, I was like, man, I really don't like this corporate thing. And she was like, if nothing else, let the money get you up in the morning. And I'm like, that that doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. you know, and it 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 kind of was. Well, you seem to be surviving. You seem to be making money. So, okay. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't, my mother, I wouldn't say there was any direct opposition from anyone. No, it was just kind of like, this is unfamiliar. I'm used to you getting a good job and doing what you need to do for your family. That's what you need to do. And that's what I started off with. I transitioned to nine to five for a couple of years after graduation, but I was that side hustle sister, always being an entrepreneur. Um, And then when I got pregnant, I said, you know what? Yeah, no, I don't want to work the nine to five anymore. I definitely want to be an entrepreneur and stay at home. Um, And so that's the decision that I made. Um, and, And I always tell people, What's interesting about life is that the same people who looked at you and said, well, you know, you shouldn't do that when you become successful yes. in life. How did you do that? <laughs> How did you do that? Yes, How they do. do that? Always. Oh. Always. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> the same exact people. The same yeah. exact people. Yeah. The first they, first they say, well, no, don't do that. Then they mock. Oh, did you hear? She's doing that. And then they say, oh, how can I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 one of those things where, um, you know, I start to get conversations like, so, you know, I'm trying to start this business. And it's like, oh, Lord, mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> like, I'm now everybody's startup entrepreneur, like mentor. Um, but, you know, it's cool. At the end of the day, you just kind of have to follow what you feel is your your path. Um, and, and for me, as being kind of like an in, internal entrepreneur, it didn't matter what I was doing or if I decided to do a nine five or not. I was always going to do something entrepreneurial on some level. So um, like it or not, that's fate. It always brings you back where you're supposed to be. And it's who you are. It's in your blood. You know, I try to there's you know, I had to give someone kind of, I guess, <laughs> It was like disappointing advice for a contractor that I was working with because I feel like, you know, entrepreneurism like is like kind of hip and it's like kind of do this. But but some people are not meant to be entrepreneurs and there's no shame in that. You know, if you have the personality, it takes a specific person and a specific mindset to want to work around the clock, you know, often thankless hours, treat a business like a baby, you know, every, it's not for the faint of heart. And I think that it's important to put that out there as well. That's okay not to be an entrepreneur, you know, this, 
woman who was working with me, who was handling my social media, who's an awesome, awesome woman. I love her. I adore her. I've known her for a long time. She used to be my intern a long time ago, you know, and now she has her own social media company, but she's still acting like an employee. You know, there's a different, can you talk about like the difference between, you know, like she needed a lot more handholding than someone who I was paying and hiring, you know, like I'm paying you to be an additional brain, not to, you know, be an additional burden. And so can you talk a little bit about like what the entrepreneurial mindset would be versus an employee mindset? And again, if you're listening to this, there's no shame if you want to like I, you know, work with a lot of like amazing women at Essence, for example, who are happy in their jobs and love it and can be entrepreneurs by building their brand within a company and shine and rock and love it. So just because everyone's like, yeah, 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 entrepreneur, including me, including LaShonda, doesn't mean you have to do that. Can you talk a little bit about that, um, the difference between those mindsets, LaShonda? Absolutely. I believe that um, at the end of the day, we all need to be motivated to do something, whether it's, you know, a career-based or an entrepreneur-based vision, we all have to be motivated. As entrepreneurs, we put on like 15 different hats with respect to that kind of motivation, right? So you're the creator, you're the promoter, you're the marketer, and yes, you can delegate, but to some degree, the best entrepreneurs understand every aspect of every department of their business because they have to. They have to be strategic and they have to be keen. Otherwise, you've got people under you overspending or doing things in a way that don't really match mesh well with your brand versus when I work with entrepreneurs who are, let's say, trying to transition from the corporate world. Um, sometimes with that, there is this over delegation. Okay, I'll pay you to do this. I'll pay you to do this. I'll pay you to do this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. first of all, you don't need to spend this money in the beginning. You need to phase in your greatness, which is one of the things I talk about. So yes. um, let's phase it in by honing in on what you really need now versus overspending, right? Um, or being in a space where it's like, okay, well, this is what I feel like you need to do. Go do it, right? And some people will They'll, they'll be that implementer versus other people will be like, I understand you told me to do it, but again, can't you just do it for me? No, because it's not my, your business is your baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Um, and so one of the struggles is um, motivating some to do for themselves versus wanting you to do it for you, do that for you, um, or being in a space where people doubt their ability to make decisions. And I understand that to some degree when you work for somebody else, they're telling you when to clock in. They're telling you what projects and what programs need to be taken care of. And then once you are delegated your task, you do them to the best of your ability. But when you are are the entrepreneur and the boss, you make the schedule and you can't look to even, let's say for some people, they're the boss, but then they're looking to their social media manager. They're looking to their writer. They're looking to their no, graphic right. person or their web dev- it designer all with you. to tell them <laughs> to tell them what to do. And ultimately, you're the head, right? So you you've right. got to number one be self motivated. Number two, you can't doubt all your decisions and think that these other people because you're paying them, they're the experts. You're paying them. They're the person getting money from you. Um, but to, to a big degree, at the end of the day, you are the one who controls how things need yes. to be run. So, yeah, there's a big difference between the two. Um, 
And and I've seen that play out in different ways just because I've worked with so many different types of people. Um, and not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur, but it's it's certainly an awesome thing when you can be that person and live in your dream. It's amazing. It's the best thing. And I feel like it's the, to me, it's the new civil rights movement. It's the new, you know, women's rights movement. It's the way to have agency in your life, you know, and the beauty of, you know, knowing how to wear all of those hats is that when you are able to delegate to someone, you know what's required, you know what to ask yes. them for, you know what you need, you know, versus thinking, okay, well, I'll just outsource it all. And you don't even know, you don't even know what is needed. You know, you don't even know what, what you need. So I think that that is really, really important. And so I'm excited because we are going to go and record your masterclass now for the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program, where you're going to be sharing all of your sales secrets from your 15 years online and how to make consistent income online. Can you just let our audience, our podcast audience know, like just, you know, a little bit of if they are going to be a part of Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator, what kinds of things you're going to be teaching us with, you know, um, your sales secrets? Your sister sent Oh, well, you know, I got to talk about the LPPs. And folks, they, they, they sometimes ask, are you rapping? Like, yes. <laughs> it's in my formulas and they're very musical. <laughs> um, but for me, I created four parts to making steady money. And it's for me, it's having a combination of LPPs, HPPs, PIPs, and OPPs. And I'll give you a little bit of it. The LPPs are low price point products. Everybody's going to have to some degree some entry level LPPs to kind of get people in and give them an opportunity to try before they buy even more. Um, so as an entrepreneur, everybody needs to come up with their own steady system to sales. And I sat down and figured out mine. So um, I'm excited because I get to dive even deeper into this equation. But I'll start you off with the first one, the LPP. Um, you want to ask yourself, do you have low price point products in your business? All everybody needs to have their own steady system to sales. And for me, when I sat down and I figured that out, it was the four following LPPs, HPPs, PIPs, and OPPs, which I'm so excited I get to dive into today with you guys. Um, I'll just give you the little taste at the beginning, which is LPPs, low price point products. I believe that every entrepreneur needs to have low entry products as an opportunity to give new people some excitement so they can try before they buy even more and to have um, opportunities for your previous customers to come back and get some good good from you. So if you don't have some LPPs in your business, you should certainly have them, um, which, by the way, for some people, because I do get opposition from different types of people, uh, for um, those uh, gurus and coaches and what have you who strategically say you need to sell very expensive products, when I talk about LPPs, they're like, ew, <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't be selling, uh, you know, stuff that's like 27 or 7. Um, but you've got to know that you're going to create a business for different types of target audiences, and they're going to be different forms of revenue that you need to tap into. So think about that. Do you have some LPPs in your business? If not, what are some that you would like to create? But, you know, it's, it's, it's a great um, part of sales, figuring out a system that's going to work with you consistently and strategically. And that's just uh, a little peace of mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
Awesome. 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 I'm so looking forward to delving deeper with you into that. And I know that you have as a free gift, a free web class, Discover 15 Things Messing with Your Money and Killing Your Online Sales. So let our podcast listeners know where they can delve into that, Jim. Absolutely. SisterSense.com forward slash one five uh fifteen. Yeah, it's just it's really important to think about and go through all the things that might potentially be affecting your ability to consistently bring in revenue online. So that that's a big eye opener uh web class. I had a lot of fun doing it and hopefully um it can help you guys get clear about some things that might be blocking your sales. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun, LaShonda. I love whenever we get to powwow. Yes, absolutely. I'm always, always up for connecting with you because you are the sacred bombshell that you are. Absolutely amazing. (laughs) Yay. Um, So my thing is always about working with amazing women like yourself. (laughs) Thank you. And actually, let them know about your annual summit that's coming up that I'm honored to be a part of as well, because that's something that they should, a big resource that people should definitely take advantage of. Oh, oh, yeah. So, you know, they say, you know, kids go back to school. For us, it's all about going back to business, right? So when the summertime is over, um, you want to make sure that you can strategically get back into the swing of things. So over at backtobusiness.me, I have my annual, this is the seventh year, virtual conference featuring so many amazing power circle women entrepreneurs invested in showing other women what they need to do to grow their businesses online. Aviola is one of them. So it's always exciting. This is the second time um, I have the pleasure of having you come on and talk to the ladies. Um, But yeah, this is the time of year that I want to just kind of motivate my fellow women entrepreneurs to get clear. Um, And I do that by connecting them to the ladies that I just love so much with respect to marketing and sales. So yeah, I'm excited about Back to Business. It's happening in about two to three weeks. It's completely virtual. So you get to experience it wherever you are. Um, and it's at backtobusiness.me. Yay! <laughs> All right. So, goddesses, hopefully, well, I know that you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have, but now the next steps are to take inspired action. So, Goddess LaShonda just gave you some info about her free class coming up and her free summit coming up. You want to take advantage of that. And then, of course, if you want to stay in the loop for the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator, you absolutely want to take my free, free, free spiritual business success camp at unblockmybusiness.com where new free lessons are uploaded often, and you will also receive info when you're ready to go to the next level on how to join the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator. All right, my goddesses, so thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next lesson. Be seen, be heard, be a beautiful movement. Namaste, my goddesses. 